everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Steeler Nation podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Candelaria, presented by SteelerNation.com. This is episode 19. And today, the Pittsburgh Steelers gave Kansas City their first loss, 19-13. to It was a big win for Pittsburgh. In just a couple minutes, I'll be joined by SteelerNation.com owner Justin McGonigal. We'll break down the win, what were the keys to the win, who played the best, who played the worst. But a lot of people played good. The defense looked really good, and they fought, and they stopped Kansas City. They they stopped them when they needed to, and the defense just looked outstanding. And they they were they're ranked number three in the NFL, and they showed it. I, the run defense was the one that was a little bit in question after the Leonard Fournette game, a couple games before that, but they really shut it down. Kareem Hunt, 21 rushing yards. A lot, a lot of good came out of this game, but before we get into the game, there's just reports that just came out around half hour ago that Martavis Bryant wants out of Pittsburgh. Martavis Bryant has requested a trade to leave Pittsburgh reports in Rappaport on Twitter. And it's pretty much at first, I didn't know how much the, how big it really was because Ian Rappaport in 2013 did report that big Ben could have explored trades and maybe one out of Pittsburgh. And that's what a lot of people were looking at at first. But after his girlfriend on Twitter and on Snapchat has showed her frustrations and talked about Mark Tavis's frustrations around the team, not getting the ball and also not getting as many snaps as Juju Smith Schuster. That's just another reason why he wanted to request the trade. And it was pretty much confirmed by his girlfriend on Twitter. So right now we got Justin McGonigal joining us, SteelerNation.com site owner. How you doing, Justin? Good. What's up, Tyler? What's up, man? So I, before we get into the game, I want to talk a little bit about the Smart Tavis Bryant thing since it's the latest thing we've seen in the past half hour. What are your thoughts so far on it? I think it's come out of nowhere. To be honest with you, I, I his playing time hasn't been that – he hasn't been getting the ball a lot. But the offense has been struggling as a whole, so – but apparently his girlfriend had tweeted out some stuff earlier or Snapchatted some stories about she couldn't wait to get out of here. Uh, um, apparently it's breaking now. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't – like I was saying, I didn't know at first how much, you know, the truth was because it was reported by Ian Rappaport, but he did tweet in 2013 that they could have, you know, explored trades around Roethlisberger. But once you get it from the girlfriend – then that's when you really know that something's probably up. Yeah, well, we asked her point blank. She said yes. So definitely, uh, <laughs> they definitely want out with Pittsburgh. Apparently, he wants out. I think it's pretty, uh, pretty crazy considering all the stuff the Steelers went through with him. You know, he's suspended two different times, gone for the whole year, and uh, you're going to demand a trade after the sixth week of the season. Uh, I, I don't think that the Steelers will go down that route. But I don't know. We, I don't think we've ever been in a situation like this that I can think of where a player came out and demanded a trade. Yeah, who knows? I mean, obviously they don't have to trade him. But, I mean, if he has frustration, I mean, might as, well, might as well get something for him because we don't want, you know, we don't want him just to bring the team morale down. And, and it kind of sucks because the Steelers really thought, you know, big of him because it, usually if a guy would get suspended for a whole season, the Steelers, they don't, they usually – him and Bell, they, what they've been dealing with, and they've been doing it well because they're great players. And 
usually they're cut. Obviously, we've seen things in the past, like San Antonio Holmes after being Super Bowl MVP was cut, what, the next year? So we see all these things happen, but if you're really going to be unhappy, I guess, that much, when they, they took a whole – well, he was suspended before that and then a whole season, and, they, and now he wants out. It's confusing. So, yeah, and they trade San Antonio to the Jets after the incident at the nightclub. And there's a guy coming off being a Super Bowl MVP, like you said. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I it, for them loading up to try to win the Super Bowl, I'd find it hard to believe they'll trade him away, you know, especially for – I can't imagine he's going to demand a uh, large return. You know, he's one failed drug test away from being suspended again <laughs> for another season or maybe forever. So, I mean, you still need somebody on the other side of the ball. Maybe we've seen what happened last year when they didn't have that. And I don't think Juju Smith-Schuster's ready to be a number two wide receiver. I think he's more fitted for the slot, you know. But I, unless they yeah, decide to turn it yeah. into a hunter, who hasn't done anything. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit upsetting. But, you know, who knows? I think they they, they might keep him on the – they should keep him around because this team has the talent like, to make the Super Bowl, like you said. But I guess that maybe that's good news for uh, Eli Rogers now. I mean, he didn't do much, he didn't do anything really today, but maybe that's good news for him. The only thing is, him and Juju are both kind of slot guys, so I don't know who you can really stick outside. And I'm kind of I'm kind of upset too because they, I, I was a I'm a big fan of Bryant, and I I bought his I actually bought his jersey this year because I was really hyped for him, and I'm kind of upset about that. But who knows? Maybe I can <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I was I was looking <laughs> on his uh, Twitter account. You know, when this broke, and uh, he had just retweeted some fan had bought a jersey this week, an authentic one with the new Dan Rooney patch, you know, $340 or whatever they are now. Um, so, yeah, the, the guy should get a refund. Brian should give him the money to pay for it. Oh, my God, definitely. Yeah, I saw that, yeah, Josh Harris, you know, former Steelers running back, tweeted that maybe he should, they should look at uh, the Giants, should look at getting them. Obviously, they have no receivers right now, but. I'm just going to get over that topic. Obviously, the big topic tonight is we gave Kansas City the first loss, and the Steelers' defense played really well. What are your first thoughts of this win tonight? Uh, it was a good win. Uh, obviously, when you go in on the road where the Steelers haven't been that great for the last couple of years and get a win against a team that's 5-0, and uh, there's nothing bad about that, no matter how the end of the game unfolded. Uh, I think we were all on the edge of our chairs at the end. But, yeah, the defense played pretty good. They had the gaff on the long touchdown pass to Thomas. And, uh, obviously, Artie Burns was looking in the backfield, you know, didn't watch uh, Thomas on the wheel route. But other than that, they looked pretty good. Uh, offense left some points out on the board still. You know, Todd Haley with the spread it out, five wide receivers on the goal line. I mean, you know, you can't do that. Le'Veon Bell is at 71 yards running down in the first quarter, running right down their throat. You know, and you want to get fancy when you get down the goal line. Yeah, it, that's what what doesn't make sense to me still. There's still a lot of points, like you said, that they should be getting more touchdowns rather than field goals. That's why they haven't been putting up the 30s that we've expected. When you're at the, whatever, two-yard line, inside the, anytime you're inside the five, you have four downs, you have the best running back in football. There's no reason why you shouldn't even give him the ball four times. Like, he's going to get in. He's going to get in one. He's been running it the whole time. I just don't understand some of those play calls. And they haven't worked at all when they've been doing the past. So, it, 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 that's kind of frustrating. But, you know, at the end of the day, a win's a win. 
Yeah, yeah, it is frustrating, though, when you're screaming at the TV to run the ball. Like, he's the one that got you down to the goal line. <laughs> it's first and goal, and you have this offensive line you paid so much money for. You know, first-round picks all across almost, besides Foster, who wasn't even in there. But, you know, mm-hmm. still, Finney's proven. Run behind DeCastro. He's been pulling the whole game. Run behind him, get in the end zone. You know, you can't get field goals every time when you're inside the five-yard line. Right, and, you know, I like when they run a lot with the I formation with Roosevelt and Knicks. That really works a lot. That was that was a big part of last year, too, when they played Kansas City a lot and just fell success in general. They run a lot of the shotgun, which worked a little better today. It, it, it hadn't worked in the past games. I mean, they, that's, they've been doing that a lot. But the I formation is something like when you see, when, when you see Roosevelt and Knicks in front of Bell, that really works a lot. Yeah, Roosevelt and Knicks is a solid – fullback there's no reason that he shouldn't be in the game running behind him and getting the end zone I mean it's ridiculous it's the same with on third down two on the 50 yard line they go five wide receivers and completely take the run option out of the game the defense knows you're throwing uh it's one being one dimensional one dimensional you know right so let's start this game let's go from first quarter to fourth quarter all right so first quarter Steelers start with the ball I mean had a semi-okay drive. They get the ball. They have to punt. I believe they punted the first drive, I believe. Yep. And then uh, Kansas City gets it. Snap over Alex Smith's head. Get the two points. Everything's looking good. And then that punt happens. What the hell happened there? Nah, it was terrible. <laughs> That's the only thing you can, you know. Yeah, I, I, I had tweeted. Yeah, I had tweeted, too, on our account that Antonio Brown, I love the guy, but still any anything special team so far this season has scared me. Yeah, you need to catch the ball. I don't know if he thought had the punt mentality. You know, Tomlin said after the game in his press conference that he didn't have an opportunity to talk to A.B. about it. Uh, but you have to catch the ball. Call fair catch and catch the ball. You know, you can do that. If you, you, know, you don't have to be afraid of getting hit. Call fair catch and catch the ball. You're going to have the ball at the 40-yard line. Yeah, and I think we did get a lucky break later in the game. I believe I think he must have punted later in the game too, an actual punt, I'm pretty sure, didn't he? Yeah, he did on the sideline. Luckily, he jumped on it. <laughs> yeah, but obviously, you know, I, it'd be nice to put somebody else back there, just as we saw at towards the end of the game when Tyreek Hill went down. That's what I really fear with Brown back there. But we honestly really have nobody even put back there. So. That, We've always, we've, I feel like we've always had a problem on special teams. Yeah, I, I think Brown's smart about that. If you watch him, when they try to pin him by the sideline, he'll he'll give it a look and see if there's any open grass. If not, he'll just step out. Or, you know, he calls fair catch quite a bit. Uh, I think they just want to make sure somebody's back there to catch the ball. Obviously, they didn't feel comfortable having Eli back there because he, he didn't <laughs> return any punts today. Yeah, Eli didn't. Uh, he didn't. He didn't have too much confidence in him. He, he was going after one month. So obviously, AB that won't be the case with him. I'm sure we'll see him back there next week in Cincinnati. But you know, after those two plays, Steelers get the ball back. You know, really, really good drive uh, led to the Le'Veon Bell, led to the Le'Veon Bell touchdown, I believe. So yeah, or well, no, did they get a field? No, it was a touchdown after that. Yeah, touchdown, and then they got the field goal after. But there's a lot of points. The Steelers should be putting up more points. But, again, Kansas City, very strong team. So, whether you're going to go out putting up, like last year in the beginning of the year, winning 
42 to 14 or you're going to win with all field goals. Anything you can do to beat that kind of team, especially in Arrowhead, very tough place to play, and they're undefeated. So I, 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 there's a lot of positives coming out of this game. There's not many negatives, especially how well the defense played. So I, I, I like what I saw today. Yeah, I mean, when you hold a team to six yards in the first half, that has, yeah. you know, Alex Smith playing well and Tyree Kill and, you know, Hunt, you know, the guy's been unbelievable. Uh, you know, you have to be happy with that. But they still can't – they need to make sure they close out these games. You know, having mental errors where you leave guys wide open isn't going to cut it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Smith gave him a break a couple times on the drive. The Chiefs got the field goal at the end. You know, he had Robinson wide open, threw it over his head. Right. Mike Hilton had a little bit of pressure on him. But, you know, you can't leave guys wide open with the game on the line. No, definitely not. And who I, who was it? Wasn't it, I think, did Artie get fooled a couple times? He had, he had, some, he had a couple big plays. He did get fooled a couple times. But, I mean, I, I was impressed by, the, by them stopping uh, – what's his name? Uh, oh, Kareem Hunt. He uh, has the number one running back so far this season – that wise and he didn't get the ball much but when he did the Steelers you know they stopped him so that was really good to see especially because the Steelers run defense that was pretty much the part that was in question marks after Leonard Fournette had a big game last game obviously had a 90-yard garbage time touchdown but you know it's good to see especially they were like they were they're around like almost last in rushing defense so probably like 26 to 28 not totally sure but still, that, that, that's a good good sign to see. He's been running over everybody, so that's really good to see. Uh, yeah. They didn't miss a bunch of tackles this week. Uh, that's what it comes down to. The missed tackles yeah. have been killing them. You didn't see Shazier. I don't think he missed any tackles. I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, I'm not sure what Hunt finished with rushing, but I'm sure it wasn't that much. He had, he had a couple of yards. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, he had a couple catches out of the backfield that he was able to get down the field. But... Yeah, I mean, the tackle is pretty solid besides Vince Williams getting stiff-armed right down to the ground. But, <laughs> you know, hopefully he's doing okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. He, you need to have him on the field. He had a couple sacks today. He's been great this year. And he even tweeted that he was okay. He just, you know, he lost his, uh, what do you say, he lost his pride because he got stiff-armed so bad by Hunt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he said his ego was taking a beating, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he's been playing great this year, though. So, yeah, that's obviously not a great thing. But, you know, he's been playing well. So, hopefully, he stays on the field. Obviously, Tyler Matakovich came in. And I, I, I like the hustle that he brings, though. I really do. He chased down Alex Smith a couple times. But we, they didn't sack Alex Smith Many times, but they – well, I mean, maybe three or four, but they got the, they got the pressure on him a lot, which may, obviously forced him to throw balls away. Like when you talked about that Robinson, he was wide open. We got – it helped on that play, like you said. We got pressure on him. So it, that definitely helped him, you know, throw balls away when he could have he could have made some better throws. So that part of the defense really looked good. Obviously, you got guys like Tua and Hayward up front, so that really helps when you got, you got two top guys in the NFL there. So I like what I saw on that type part of the defense. Um, on, on to the offensive side, we saw a little bit better of Roethlisberger this week. So that that was that was that was a good sight to see. Obviously, the inter- he threw an interception, but I wouldn't say that was on him. No, that was on AB. Uh, even Ben in his press conference after the game said that uh, AB was supposed to keep running, but he said that AB probably would have took it to the house. Uh, there was a bunch of room coming across <laughs> the middle. Uh, yeah, Ben played better. I thought I don't think he was like, amazing or anything. Uh, 
he, we got extremely lucky on the touchdown to AB. That wasn't picked up. I think uh, everybody's heart <laughs> dropped for a second on that one. <laughs> that would have been a dagger. But yeah. he wasn't high yeah, on definitely. all his passes like he has been. He's been so high, overthrowing everybody. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple that he was high on, but it was nice to see him hit a couple of the quick passes to Brown you know, and be on target. Yeah, there was one play I really – I remember he overthrew. He overthrew Vance McDonald on one play who was open. But he did say that he wanted to get Vance McDonald more involved. Now, I think he had, he had a couple catches, I think, today, maybe maybe one or two. But he wanted to get him more involved. So, I don't know. I, I like what I see. If they get rid of Martavis Bryant, don't see it happening. They obviously still got a lot of weapons on this team. But A.B., yeah, he made up for that, you know, that interception. He That was that, – that's ridiculous. Obviously – it looked like it was going to be picked, but A.B. still had that, that concentration that he can somehow still make that catch, like with like one hand by his leg and not get, avoid a hit and take it to the house. He, he's unbelievable. Yeah, it's pretty amazing that um, I think it was the cornerback, Mitchell. He was running full speed, and A.B. had stopped to make the catch and avoid the defender, and he still outran to the end zone from, a, from you know being stationary, standing there. It was pretty amazing, I thought. Yeah, that's why able to win money. Yeah, definitely. Uh, man, Le'Veon Bell though, he he runs all over these guys every single time he plays. So we want that. That's what they have to do. They they want to win games. They can't. I said I kept preaching on it. They cannot throw fifty five times in the game and run thirty five in another game. They have to keep a balance. They have to get Ben. You know around 30 throws a game, 27 to 30, and run Bell around 25 to 27, around maybe 30. You can't do one or the other. They have to maintain balance, especially if you have the best running back and the best receiver and a good top-tier quarterback. So whether he's played good or not, you got to keep the balance, and that's really going to help them win games. Obviously, it starts with the run. Set up the run with Le'Veon Bell, the best in the NFL. That's how they're going to start winning games. Uh, yeah, you have to ride Bell. That's what they did last year when they went on the streak at the end of the season. You know, you rode them, and, uh, you know, when you have 32 carries for 179 yards, uh, you're going to win a lot of ball games. Uh, you know, last year you had 140 against the Chiefs and 170 against them. So I guess that's the combination to beat them. Other teams, we have to start running on them. For sure, and I think I saw a stat. It was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it was after they beat the Ravens, so obviously it affects this game too. It was when I think maybe if Le'Veon Bell, I'm not sure if if he gets like 20, I don't know if it was like 20, it was like 25 to 30 touches. I think it was 30 touches. Obviously, that's receiving and rushing. The Steelers are like either undefeated or they lose, they lost like one game, like 10 and one or 10 and 0 or something. So that's the formula. You got to give the ball to Bell. That's how that's how they win. That's how they won towards the end of the season last year. Sometimes it's kind of confusing because we're fans and we don't know what the coaches are doing sometimes. But obviously, like last week when you play against the worst rushing defense and you're just totally confused, it's just crazy. So I, I guess that's the recipe you got to do, feed the ball to Pell. Yeah, I'm, that's <laughs> that's what happens every time. Every time Bell gets a big you know, big uh, chunk of yardage and you know, they win games, just like in Baltimore. Um, Ben's getting older, obviously, 35 years old. You know, even in Ben's best days, they, he when he threw 50 times, we didn't win most of the games. Or if he threw for 400 yards, we didn't win most of the games. Uh, 
they just they have to be balanced. That's just the way it is. Exactly, and and it's really I think it's really going to help, and especially in the long run, because obviously this division isn't the best. We're, we're four and two, first place, so it's looking good. They're like second in the or second in the whole AFC right now, obviously behind Kansas City. But four and two, good still, first place. Obviously, two tough losses. You look at the schedule now; you think they should be six and zero, but four and two, obviously, and it's it's just the defense has has you know rode them. Obviously, they've had a couple games here and there. I wouldn't even call last game a totally awful game because Ben threw two pick sixes and then there was one garbage time touchdown. So that's twenty points right there. But the defense has been playing well, and it, all they had to do, as we talked about at the beginning of the season, is they could maintain maybe a top fifteen defense in, in the NFL. Just stay right in the middle. They had definitely a good chance of, you know into the Super Bowl and they were before this game they were ranked third in the whole NFL in total defense so if the defense keeps it up the offense has to get it going eventually and they they did it last year they do it they've done it the past few years they've been relying on the offense with a not great defense and now that the defense is finally here and doing its thing this should be a great opportunity for Pittsburgh yeah and the Steelers they always get stronger as the season goes on Tomlin has a pretty strong record in December uh I'd rather them peak later in the year than, you know, peak the first game of the season. You want to continue to get better uh, going into January football. Definitely. They've usually been a second-half team. Roethlisberger, a lot of the time, is a second-half quarterback as well. So it's, it's good to even start out 4-2, and two, even with tough losses, 4-2. and two. Good to start out. I, th- I think last year at, they played they played that good game against Dallas and ended up losing. I think that they started off, what, 4-5. and five. That was, like, their last loss, and they won the rest of the games, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, something like that. It was like four and five, and they won like seven in a row going into the playoffs. Yeah, so yeah, they're definitely yeah. four and five yesterday, last year. Yeah, after the Dallas game, then they went on a roll. Yeah, so they definitely, you know, need to be up for next game as well too, because Cincinnati they've been playing a little bit better. Steelers at home, they can't get blown out at home like they did last week. You obviously had experience that live, so obviously that wasn't necessary. So it's always good being Cincinnati though. So I hopefully. They pull out that win. Yeah, they're going to have to get ready. Uh, Bengals are have uh, coming off a of bye week, so they've had plenty of time. They're familiar with the Steelers, uh, as Mike Tomlin likes to say. Um, <laughs> yeah, they have to stop A.J. Green. We'll see what the secondary can do against A.J. Green. Uh, they haven't faced a receiver like him yet this season. The secondary has been, uh, should I say, quiet. We haven't heard much about any of them because they don't have them. But one interception, I think, from Wilcox, and uh, I think that's what uh, – I think that's I it. Think Mike huh? Hillen had one. Mike Hillen, yeah. Mike Hillen, I think, had yeah, one, Mike, yeah. Yeah, Mike Hillen has another one, and we haven't heard much. But that's good, though. We haven't heard Joe Hayden's name. They've been shutting down everybody. And until today, that 57-yard touchdown today, they'd only given up a 33 or a 31-yarder. It was the longest uh, one that was last week to uh, Marquise Lee for the Jaguars. So we'll see what they do. Uh, I don't think uh, they can stop A.J. Green. I think we'll get a better idea. I just I don't feel like they've been tested. Let's say that. I don't feel like they've been tested. I mean, when you have quarterbacks going for 100 yards. (laughs) And they still lose those games. Yeah, that's what makes it even worse. But, yeah, when you have uh, two guys throw for 100, under 125 yards and uh, you still lose, you know, what are you going to do? 
yeah, it's frustrating. Obviously, they probably they, they played Tyreek Hill today, but he's pretty much a speed guy, so they ran more of a zone so they didn't get beat deep. So I, w- I would think maybe they'll go man on A.J. Green. I'm not totally sure. They might still run zone. But in the past, it's been annoying with the zone sometimes, especially with Ross Cockrell. So I'm so glad that he's – it's so much better without him. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, think about it. Three years ago, it was Cockrell and Antoine Blake back there. Uh, oh, we're definitely God. a lot better off than we were. <laughs> but I thought Sean Davis had a better game. He'd been pretty invisible. I oh, thought. yeah. He had mm-hmm. led the team in tackles today. He had eight tackles. And he broke up the pass in the end zone um, on the fourth down. But it was good to oh, see him do something. Wow. That was a big yeah, play. The guy had it, he had it in his hands. He ripped it out. That was big. Yeah, I'm shocked they didn't try to review that play or do something with it. You know, he had the ball for quite a while before Davis ripped it out of his hands. And interesting decision by um, by Andy Reid to actually not kick a field goal there. They would have had the lead. We've been winning. Another thing, I mm-hmm. thought Tomlin would have went for two. I, why didn't Tomlin go for two? You know, he loves going for two. And I thought yeah. as soon as they got the safety, I was like, oh, perfect opportunity. He's definitely going to go for two if they score a touchdown. <laughs> And he doesn't go for yeah. two. I, I didn't understand that. Maybe because they haven't been very good at it lately. But mm-hmm. No, yeah, definitely. And, you know, kind of just to wrap up this game, the biggest play at the end of the game, which was so good to see. We saw a lot of them today. Debo, James Harrison, what a stack at the end. That, that, that was just an awesome way to pretty much steal it right there. That, that was great to see. No, oh, yeah. It, yeah, it was great. It, too bad Shazier didn't get the interception to continue his streak there at the end. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. But, you know, I, I think I, – I don't know. Do you think they, they keep Harrison going? I, obviously, they say he played him because he plays well against Eric Fisher. He's pretty much owned him a little bit the past few years. I don't know if they keep it going. What do you think? No, I think that that's exactly what they wanted Harrison to be. Is the guy that come in this situation today and you know make this you know make the big play make the sack you know he obviously owns Eric Fisher like you said I think everybody knew that Tomlin pretty much openly said it this week too um, I think they're gonna try to play him like they did last year you know he never started playing until after the Dallas loss um, and it worked down the stretch you have to keep him fresh and, you know I'm sure we've seen his Instagram posts and all that stuff and he's pissed off because <laughs> you know they don't aren't playing him and he's wearing sweats or whatever. That's his game uniform. Yeah. Well, whatever. But, you know, him and Tom would have a great relationship. I know that for a fact. So I don't think they would give him, you know, the contract they gave him in the off season if they weren't going to play him, but you got to keep him fresh because look what he did in the playoffs against the Dolphins. He had a monster game. Yeah. And then against the Kansas city again, monster game, but you're not going to, we don't need him to play every play anymore. TJ Watts, a good player and he's going to get better, but it's not going to kill him to let somebody else play a little bit. Totally agree. The, the dude, the closer, the guy, he's a beast and, and he played well, like you said, towards the end of the season last year. So that's what we need, especially, you know, in obviously I hope for no injuries, but injuries happen. So obviously you got to keep him fresh at all times. You don't want him out there all the time. Obviously he's a 39 year old guy, 40 year old guy. You, you got to keep him rested. He's still, a beast can still do it all. You've seen all of his workout videos. He's a monster. All in all, Steelers won 19-13. They beat the undefeated team, last undefeated team 
in the NFL. So it's just a lot of good things came out of this game, and I'm excited now. I hope it. I hope it doesn't go down again because I was excited after the Baltimore game. But we, I'll just say that they haven't played us. They haven't played like super, super amazing yet. Like the game where they came out firing against Kansas City last year, after getting blown out to Philly. So we have yet to see that. We've seen a lot of ugly games. We've seen close games. So I can't wait to see one of those. I'm sure we will eventually. But the, they got the win. It's one of the best teams in football at the point at the time. Best team in football. They've been beating everybody. They've been putting up monster numbers. So we'll take the win either or. Four and two, first place in the AFC North after six weeks. You can't take any more. At this point last year, they were they were they were they were struggling a little bit. So hey, we'll take the win. Yeah, no doubt about it. I can't ask for any more than that. You know, Ravens <laughs> lost today too, so makes it even better. Oh, that was big. That was big. It, it was. reminded me of. Uh, when we played Chicago, they, they, <laughs> Chicago, Chicago almost actually gave them the game. I was watching a little bit towards the end of it. Chicago almost blew that game. Like the Ravens, they, they scored a, both their touchdowns. They, they scored a kick return touchdown and a punt return touchdown. Flacco still looks awful. Their offense is not good. They definitely tried to give them the game. There's no doubt about it. I turned it off because I didn't want to, watching anymore but man yeah glad the bears were able to escape yeah it did remind me of the pittsburgh game like i said because at the end i think they had a big huge 50 something yard run with jordan howard in overtime so i was like oh this reminds me of something but <laughs> so whatever they're, they're not a good t- i thought honestly they were better than cincinnati cincinnati struggled so much in the game with cincinnati's they're getting hot so hopefully we can you know cool them off a little bit with a win next week but either way right now Besides from football, we're having a contest on our Twitter page right now, and it'll be released in the next half hour. So if you want to explain all those details out to everybody right now, you know, with the James Conner, uh, Bobblehead you got? Yeah, I just guys go on the, the Twitter page and make sure you retweet and like us or follow us. Uh, we're going to give away that James Conner Bobblehead at 11, about a half hour from now. Yep, and then the next couple of days, I actually have a Tyler Matakovich signed photo. We'll be giving that away in the next couple of days, so stay tuned for that on Twitter. So, again, Justin, thanks for joining me, and I look forward to, you know, we'll, we'll have this show obviously released on Mondays for everybody listening. And then on Tuesday, we'll have for everybody, we'll have our interview with Mike Hilton. So I'm looking forward to that too, and I'm looking forward to next week. So, again, have a good one, Justin. Thanks again for joining me. All right, man. Thanks a lot. I'll talk to you later on. No problem, for sure. That was SteelerNation.com owner Justin McGonigal. Obviously, we broke down Kansas City-Pittsburgh game. A lot of positives out of that game, especially giving Kansas City their first loss of the season. And I'm excited. I obviously don't want to be put down again like I was excited after the Ravens game. But the Steelers win, and and you just got to keep on winning. You got Cincinnati next week, then we have Detroit the week after, then we get to the bye week. So if we can, you know, pull a couple wins, get the six and two with the bye. Obviously, Detroit's tough. Detroit looks better in the beginning of the year. I would say they started off really hot. They've lost two in a row now, I believe, or two in a row. I'm not sure. I don't think they've lost two in a row. But they they were they were up. They were down 45 to 10 today. Came back and lost like. Was it 52 to 
38 or something. So he almost came back. But, I mean, Detroit's a great team. Obviously, Cincinnati's getting hotter. Steelers got to be ready for those two games, be up for these games. And we'll definitely, it'd be nice to go to 6-2 and two at the bye. But we don't want to look too ahead. We got to look to Cincinnati. We got to look for that fifth win. And, you know, we'll get back to business. So, again, you've been listening to the Steeler Nation podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Candelaria. Make sure to check out our Twitter next, you know, this, this week so far. We're going to have a couple giveaways going on at Steeler Nation on Instagram at SteelerNation.com. And go on Facebook and search SteelerNation.com. You can find all of our work there, especially go on Steeler Nation, obviously at SteelerNation.com, the actual website. Got a lot of work for you guys, a lot of giveaways going on. Again, Steelers win. Beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Here we go. Have a good one, everyone. I'm your host, Tyler Candelaria. Let's go Steelers. Murder on the beach, so it's not nice. But it's life I cannot change. And it is deep off in the main. Eminem, we like candy cane Drop the top, pop it, let it bang For this life I cannot change Hit it, hit it, deep off in the main Eminem, we like candy cane